1: And together they are... Oh my god, don't read it out loud! Don't read it out Gay of Dark news. Well, we're back. After a week off. <laughs> Which, what, right?
0: We take a week off. We're like, okay, we gotta get, we gotta get shit under control. There's too many projects. There's too many things flying at us. And then we celebrate by coming back and saying,
1: <laughs> "Listen, uh, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're I, already in it. I'm you,
1: already fried.
0: I'm you've fried. been re-thread, Stacey. Ah, yay! Yay! It it's did. here. The three it's and eight here. part two re." The rethreening.
1: The rethreening is upon us. The rethreening is nigh. The reth. Uh... <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
0: Stacy, do you know what day it is?
1: No, I honestly don't. I texted you yesterday and told you <laughs> that I don't know where I am.
0: That's all you said in the tweet <laughs> or text. I don't know where I am. I, I said, did share where... just
1: text me? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know who I am. You know that I my my grip on reality is tenuous.
0: Yeah, it's precarious. Days. It's
1: precarious, uh, and so this isn't going to help my fragile <laughs> mental state. But we do what we must, right?
0: It won't help Stacy, but hopefully, it helps raise some money.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, look at like you've
0: mentioned on the show before. If if we If we, like, stagger or, you know, adjust our recording date by, like, a day. Oh, yeah. It throws off everything. Especially because this is kind of the only thing that keeps us, like, cemented and, and, like, tethered to the world. And in a sense of time, especially during pandemic. But now, it's like, okay, we already skipped that week.
1: We skipped a week. (laughs) And then we come back and I'm like, oh, no. Because we have to record and I have to edit on the same day. And then I have to watch the next movie. And I'm already confused by everything. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and we're doing a Monday to Sunday. That's right. It's March 22nd to March 28th. And we're also a day behind you listening to this.
1: Ugh, don't say that where I can hear it. <laughs>
0: That's the part where I get confused. And then we yeah. get, we all get sucked into mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Tangina starts stroking a necklace. Oh
1: we'll get to that
0: if you didn't hear the three inning last year um the three inning is where we get together and we we launch a fundraiser and we watch a marathon a week-long marathon because i think stacy you love a marathon you're all about um sitting down and and clockwork oranging yourself for hours on end
1: i i love uh masochistic endurance tests with horror movies that achieve absolutely nothing, except for getting me several steps closer to the grave. That's all they're good for. It's a Love life them.
0: expediency plan.
1: Love them. For over the course of Final Girl, I watched all the Friday the 13th in one sitting. Wow. Well, I mean, I got up to make food or go to the bathroom or whatever, but in a, you know, 24 hour period, I watched them all in a row. I did it with Halloweens. I did it with children's of the corns
0: that's the correct grammar
1: mm-hmm. children's <laughs> of the corns um i fully had every intention of doing it with the puppet master films which i've never seen oh <clears throat> um and i bought like a, one of those cheapo multi-packs that has i think it has all of them except for whatever the newest one is
0: oh the the racist like gina carano puppet master or whatever
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, that one. Uh, Because I've never seen any of them. And I was like, well, here's nine movies. But I still haven't done it. I still haven't watched them because I just feel like I have a finite amount of 24-hour increments left in my lifespan. Oh, no! You know what I mean? (laughs) Like We've passed that point in one's life where you fully realize your own mortality, you know? And so then I say, do you want to... Dedicate one of those 24 hours blocks to the Puppet Master movies when all you'll get out of it is nothing. You know, like I, because what I would do is I would watch the movie and then I would write a quick thing on Final Girl and then I would post and be like, okay, another one down.
0: And part of the fun though is watching your, um, your your cognition deteriorate with each post. Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, maybe some later entries in a franchise are fun. You might hope for that.
0: But after, like, eight hours? <laughs> yeah. Thirteen
1: hours? When the good ones that you love are just a distant memory. <laughs> you know, and you're like, fucking hey man. It's four in the morning. <laughs> I've been sitting here for 10 hours.
0: Pinhead's chubby now.
1: Pinhead's chubby now. Freddy is fighting Jason for some reason. Michael Myers's mask is fucking clapped. Like
0: <laughs> he's a Teletubby.
1: He's a tel- he's a troll doll. <laughs> Yeah, with the hair and everything. <laughs> yeah, they, that's the thing. Originally, it was a William Shatner mask they painted white. At the end, it was a fucking troll doll it but was they a painted troll. white. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're just like, and then the sun starts coming up, and everybody, you know, is in bed, and you're just like, you know, what am I doing? <laughs> What am I doing? And then no one's reading Final Girl at this point. They all fucking went to bed, you know? Like, they're not staying up with me, anxiously awaiting my entry. Oh, I need her thoughts on uh, the fucking whatever of Michael Myers at 4 a.m. No, no one's doing that. It's me and, like, the garbage man starting their shift. And the one weirdo at the grocery store. We're the only ones awake.
0: And they're not reading your blog.
1: They're certainly not reading it. It's like, you know what? Angela Vidal should have come and done a story about me. (laughs) While you were sleeping. This bitch is watching fucking Halloween Resurrection.
0: Yeah, so the Medeiros girl. That was actually (laughs) Angela just stumbling into your apartment. (laughs) And that's you carrying your hammer around after watching... Why are Freddie and Jason fighting? <laughs> why is the lake on fire? <laughs>
1: oh, my secret history revealed. And so that's why we're doing seven days of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one movie a day I can handle. Yes. You know? You gotta you gotta stretch it out now for grandma. Yes.
0: <laughs> I have a shirt that says that. Hey,
1: come on. <laughs> Grandma Sketch <laughs> it out for grandma.
0: Come on. <laughs> Come now on. now's a good time to remind everyone that this is a fundraiser. <laughs> this feminist podcast is doing a fundraiser to help to help people. Uh <sighs> Stacy, I don't know if you've noticed, but last year when we did the three inning, the world was shit sure was and awful things were happening and it turns out awful things are still happening and the world is still shit
1: yeah go figure
0: um so we we thought you know last year we uh we 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 came out with the three inning in response to um the, like all of the horrible police shootings that were happening and and trying george to add floyd. To the, george floyd and adding to the momentum of black lives matter um so we raised that money for the nbjc this year, after after the awful awful shooting and tragedy in Atlanta, um, this year we decided. I think also as as people who spend a lot of our podcast talking about Asian culture and Asian horror movies and things that, if we love and celebrate those things so much, we actually need to also try to help with our platform and Mm -hmm. try to do do something we can do which is to do the three inning. so this time stacy we are fundraising for the napawf and that is the national asian pacific american women's forum and their mission is to build collective power with asian american and pacific islander women and girls to gain full agency over their lives their families and their communities and you can find out more about them at the n a p a w f dot org. How do
1: how do people uh, give money?
0: Oh oh, I guess you would want to do that for our fundraiser. So this is, <laughs> we set up a GoFundMe. Um, if you go to GoFundMe and search for Gaylords of Darkness, where are the first thing that comes up. Um, I would give you the URL, but it's a lot of letters. So all you have to do is go to our website. You can find a link there. You can go to the links in our bios on social media. You can find that on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, you just click the link and it will take you right to the three and a the re three inning fundraiser. Stacy, we are setting this thermometer at one thousand dollars. Woohoo! I think we can exceed that.
1: I hope so. That would be swell.
0: Yeah, that would be super rad. Um, last year we exceeded that goal. That was our initial goal last year, and we exceeded that. I think within like a few days. Um, yeah. And we ended up raising a lot of money for the MBJC. So this year, please, please, please spread the word, uh, share, um, and and go to GoFundMe and look for that that fundraiser to raise some money for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum.
1: Yeah, listeners were extremely generous last go round. We raised a lot of money. So hopefully people can still, I know, times are tight. You don't have yeah. to listen to do- to, I mean, yeah, you don't have to listen to donate. No. You don't have to donate to listen we'll be doing new episodes every day today through sunday uh losing our minds
0: losing our minds Yep.
1: but always you know pass the link around tell somebody about it spread the word that can be very helpful also we would Mm -hmm. love to raise as much money as we can
0: yeah and so we're doing this all week we are doing this today through sunday so there will be ample opportunities uh for you to listen and join in also i mean after a week off you're gonna get seven new episodes from us so think of this as like this is like your uh NPR or PBS like pledge drive but from us yes
1: everybody <laughs> it, loves those
0: everyone loves it my favorite is when they asked me to spend 90 dollars to get the VHS tape of the concert that I recorded on my TV <laughs> yeah. but um but you can you can also if you can't donate or you're you don't even have time to listen right now you can also help you know by actually writing representatives about these issues you can support mm-hmm. asian-owned businesses i don't know about you Stacy, but just here in in a uh, very woke liberal crunchy portland um multiple restaurants and bakeries and asian-owned shops have been vandalized just in the last like two weeks alone here yes um it's Same been happening yeah it's ridiculous it makes me I mean i want to not continue to be surprised by the state of humanity but am i but uh it it's it's been happening ever since this whole pandemic started and since uh, i don't know a certain president decided to slander an entire um nationality of people Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in what he calls it and referred to it and even now this 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 latest incident and the latest sentiment that's going around the country seems to also be coming from not just that and not just structural issues, but him also saying that, you know, China helped Biden get elected. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, can we stop?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, he's, I mean, as he did throughout his entire presidency and before and since, um, he's really just kind of exposing all of the rot that was already there. Yeah. <clears throat> this country has a long history of uh, racist atrocities Yep, against various Asian communities. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff we don't learn about in school, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's happened. And these kind of things, these things have been happening and it just, it's just been exacerbated by COVID yeah. and everything else. Um, but it's been going on. So... This is nothing new?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you. I don't think I don't even think they covered like Japanese internment. No, of Japanese American citizens. Um no. I don't th- it shouldn't even matter if you're an American or not, but Right. But the fact that that was something that I didn't really learn or focus on. We didn't really get to talk about that until like I was in college. Mm-hmm. And that that was, you know, a half a century after the fact in yeah. in in this century. Mhm. Uh and that's not okay.
1: It's not okay, but it's, it's one of the... Pro- this country is so good at <laughs> ignoring our racist past against every minority. Yes. Um, like, the problem <clears throat> is obviously white supremacy, and it's not on the Asian community or the black community or the native community or the Hispanic community. It's not on those communities to fix the problem. Uh, it's on the white community to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. But to a substantial amount of people in the white community, that is going to feel like relinquishing power.
0: Yes, yes. I can't give any slices of my pie.
1: I can't give up any slices of my pie. And so we don't have the education uh, in American history. We certainly do not have a cultural education in the American school system at all, except for like in elementary school, maybe. That one day where it's like, dress up like someone from another country and make a dish. Oh, no. (laughs) From their country and bring it in. And, you know, your mother is like, Jesus Christ. What? I have to make burritos for your class? Like, what? (laughs) And, like, that's it. Like, that's pretty much all we get. We have no (laughs) cultural history. And so it's like, even something as simple as, like. You know, when the George Floyd was happening and all the protests, the BLM protests, you saw so many posts from people on social media about, I'm going to read these black authors.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. laudable.
1: Which is laudable. We all have blind spots in our cultural intake, you know, and maybe you need to read more gay authors. Maybe you need to read more whatever. I want people to still be doing that. Don't just do it while it's trendy and there's the protest happening. Yeah. And something as simple as that, it doesn't feel like it's affecting change, but over time it will. Mm-hmm. Support the businesses, support the arts, read a fucking book by an Asian author. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like go to a movie with Asian leads and then maybe they'll make more of them. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe these things will be normalized.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe movies like, um, like The Farewell won't be relegated to the best foreign language film category, even though it was an American production. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Just Same little instances. Minari.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Um, I, I think I think also something that has come up from this, too, is this has really pointed a light at uh, the, in, the inherent um, misogyny and the sort yes. of the, the over-sexualization and fetishization of Asian women in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's exactly what happened in this scenario and then the police summed it up as a guy had a bad day which is horrific um, and that's also a huge reason why we decided to focus and, and raise this money for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum which is an awesome org doing great work to support Asian and Pacific Islander women
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I mean to be invisibilized is one thing and to be to be completely fetishized and known only for through that sort of stereotype is just awful. Um, Mm -hmm. This org is standing up to counter that, so.
1: Yeah, the uh, massacre, let's call it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Even the people who are trying to downplay the racism of it, it's like, well, then what are you left with? You're left with misogyny. Like, it's a perfect demonstration of the intersection of those two 100%.
0: Um.
1: And they need to be fixed. And I realize that it doesn't feel as concrete as the murder of George Floyd, where it's like this cop did this. Police brutality is a thing. It's like this feels more amorphous almost. It's like, well, how do you battle racism and misogyny? Mm-hmm. But people should be just as loud. Um, people should be protesting just as much, making just as many phone calls over this and standing up for the community like we did yeah. a fucking almost a year ago yeah you know
0: which I, I mean and you know the internet has really cooled since i mean i remember a year ago when that was going on uh when it, when it was like kind of at its height around like july um the, the internet like took a break for that yeah where, was, where
1: are the black squares now yeah <laughs> on exactly. your Instagram?
0: yeah exactly yeah. And, and I think I think that's really important that you bring up the idea of making this an everyday issue um, and not just something that we stand up for them like as 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 a native person. But like I get I've been I can't tell you how many things already this year alone I've been asked to do for organizations Native Heritage Month like November. Right. No, November is always the month that we get asked to do things. And it's like the first thing I tell people is this cool you're doing that. I can't do it. You need to pay me more. That's cool. You're doing it. <laughs> but what you need to do is you need to make sure you're doing this every single month. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, otherwise it's just continuing to tokenize. It's continuing to just put people in corners. Um, yeah. It's continuing to not actually incorporate or normalize any of this into the, into, into the world, which is the only way to actually combat white supremacy, because the idea is white is a default. And everything mm-hmm. else is just accoutrements. It's side dressing. Um, right. So.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like in native culture, Asian culture, black culture in this country, especially it's not Christmas. You know what I mean? It's not a thing that you celebrate for 12 days maximum. And then it's, over, then you put the decorations away and it's over. Mm-hmm. You don't just celebrate the work of like black artists or what, or black authors or whatever during February, because, well, it's designated black history month. So. Mm hmm you know I guess I'll watch Black Panther you know you can do that in July if you want
0: <laughs> and yet there's a lot of people and institution wise when we're looking at something that's structural it's systemic that's institutional mm-hmm. that's how things are done um so shift
1: it shift it all you're gonna do is like <laughs> get different viewpoints and learn new things
0: and expand as a human being with an awareness of the the human experience I know. There's a the thing. We could all live in a magical place called Fuck Island. Mm-hmm. And we don't. We don't, and <laughs> we it's chose, our own fault. We chose racism and sexism instead.
1: <laughs> we chose racism, sexism, and capitalism instead.
0: Yeah, thank you. There's the big, the big bad underneath it all. Mm-hmm. So, so capitalism for good, uh, let's redistribute some funds, get that money into the National Asia Pacific American Women's Forum. Um, and, and also locally go to those shops nearby. You go to those restaurants, yeah. go to those businesses, support them, especially now, especially this year. I mean, all the time, but right now things are really hitting hard. Yes. Um, so do that. And then the re inning, the fundraiser, you can find Gaylords for Darkness, Gay Lords of Darkness for the NAPAWF. Um, and that is at GoFundMe. Once again, links in all of bio. So, start. Let's see that thermometer move. <laughs> let's do it. Let's take How that exciting. tip. <laughs> take that tip. Let's see it get bigger. <laughs> oh, uh, Grandma? <laughs> um, <laughs> grandma likes
1: it. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't like this horny Grandma character.
0: <laughs> I like her. She's like DeVito esque. The <laughs> <laughs> perfect Grandma. It's very upsetting.
1: Yeah, I don't like it.
0: But you know what? I do like, Stacy.
1: What do you like, Anthony? It turns out I like
0: Poltergeist 3. <laughs> Thank you! Because, once again, the three inning is what? Where we watch the third franchise entry Yes, from horror films. And we went through some great ones last time, but this time <laughs> we have some even greater ones.
1: I'm so excited for this week's lineup, honestly. We made the schedule and my heart was fluttering.
0: We made so many, oh, sounds making yeah. that list.
1: <laughs> this is a great week coming up. I'm not going to lie.
0: I did not. I was not like jazz for Poltergeist 3. I didn't think we were going to be set up for success, honestly. I was like, well, I'm sure it will be like, you know, a name recognition movie. It turns out it's great. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I was, I I had only seen it once, like who knows how many years ago, 150 years ago I saw it. (laughs) And I remember being like, "Eh, it's fine. And so I thought, I bet my, I bet my feelings will have uh, grown since then. I am a different woman. Yes. Since then. You know, like my tastes have changed over the years. Um, I said, so I think I'll, I think I'll like it more. And then I put it on. And about 20 minutes in, I had to send Anthony a text. (laughs) I said, I love Poltergeist 3.
0: It was, I, ellipses, love ellipses, Poltergeist 3.
1: I was feeling it. This movie fucking rules, man. It's
0: really cool.
1: (laughs) It's really cool. Yes. Okay. Here's a verbatim sampling of the script. Caroline! Carolyn! 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 You think I'm exaggerating, but that will go on for 15 more minutes.
0: I mean, that's the whole last half of the movie.
1: The whole last half of the movie is nothing but people yelling, Carolyn, like they're playing a game of Marco fucking Polo.
0: Yeah, people yelling, Carolyn, and getting sucked into ice mirrors. <laughs> that's yeah. the whole last half of the movie.
1: But man, this movie... Especially the first half.
0: Oh. The first
1: half. And then, eventually, of course, Tangina... Look, this movie has it all. Tangina shows up during her high tea with the ladies.
0: Yeah, At the, the country fucking- club.
1: <laughs> the country club. She's got her fucking mirrored aviators on, and she's dressed like the Golden Girls couch. <laughs> like... <laughs> like- it was such a. I even though all she does pretty much is like reprise her lines from the first film
0: and stroke that necklace. She does stroke that necklace. Not a <laughs> euphemism.
1: It really is a necklace that was given to her from a native pal, <laughs> a medicine man. <laughs> it, I don't know. There was something like I don't. I just felt the warm embrace of zelda rubinstein
0: i'm she's just she's it right
1: she is it man i was so it just felt like whatever nostalgia whatever you want to call it it was just so comforting to have her there and be like he is the beast <laughs> yes,
0: is, she calls people from her airplane phone Oh my god! (laughs) Like she's she calls people just to say it's all your (laughs) fault.
1: She is so cool. Unfortunately, she touches a mirror and turns into a California raisin.
0: Oh yeah, it explodes into gives birth to Laurie (laughs) Flynn Boyle.
1: Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, but anyway, I suppose we're getting ahead of ourselves. But this movie has it all.
0: 1988, directed by Gary Sherman.
1: Gary Sherman of Dead and Buried.
0: Dead and Buried. He also did Lisa, which I now want to see very badly. I have not seen it.
1: I don't know this Lisa.
0: It looks cool. I read. A, I was reading about it last night, but he also directed that. Um, and
1: Vice Squad.
0: Oh, well, now you got me.
1: Give me an early 80s movie about the Vice Squad. Uh, just starring... the words, Vice mm. Squad. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know. Uh, with Susan Hubley and <laughs> uh, Nina Blackwood, who was, of course... Who, Anthony? One of the original MTV VJs.
0: Of course.
1: Obviously.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he wrote and directed Raw Meat also. Oh! British movie about cannibals in the London Underground. Oh, the have- Lunderground. Do they call it the Lunderground? The Lunderground. Lunderground. I call it the Lunderground! Have I
0: seen that one? That sounds really familiar. Well, I like his movies, it turns out. Yeah, uh, I actually I've never seen Poltergeist too. I saw Poltergeist um, like when I was a kid, and I honestly don't remember it. Very- I remember the face coming off, and I remember the clown and Zelda and Carol Anne and the TV. Um, but it wasn't as like formative for me as the other ones, other uh. other movies out there. So this was really like a very fresh jaunt in the wow. Poltergeist for me. Yeah,
1: Poltergeist is pretty formative for me. Really, I won't yeah. lie. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's that Craig um, T. Nelson, huh?
1: Christine L. said, Joe Beth Williams. Look, I was thinking about them during this because they are conspicuously absent. They have shuffled Carol Ann off. They were like, we got to get rid of this kid. So they (laughs) sent her to Chicago. Uh, So, what are their names? Steve and Diane Freeling. They're not in it. But I was thinking about them and I'm like, we don't get parents like them in movies very often. Like, they were young parents, Mm -hmm. they were cool, they were kind of hot. They, like, smoked weed and had sex. Like, they were cool parents. Yeah,
0: those are pretty cool parents. Pretty cool parents, and they had some cool kids. Yeah. I... So. Thank you for saying it. Cool kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just circling around my favorite part of this movie is you, you, you talk about, you know, the first half of the movie is amazing. We have Zelda, and she's a fucking queen. They have cool kids, and I think of Carol Ann. Heather O'Rourke.
1: Heather Poor Heather O'Rourke, man.
0: It is tragic. It is. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. It is fucking tragic. Um It is so sad what happened to her. And it watching this movie. She is everything.
1: She's so good in this movie, and it just you You feel that sort of loss of like she could have been a really good actor
0: that's the th- it's not to say like it's not to say like to watch to watch any movie with a child actor who's who you know does not survive much longer after the movie's been made. that's sad on its own. I'm not yeah. saying it's only because of her talent that it's an extra tragedy. but watching this movie, it's so hard. I can see the brilliant, you can watch this and you can you immediately see the brilliant actor she would have grown into. Mm-hmm. And she is in this movie. I mean, she is, she's not in a lot of this movie. She is in the beginning. Yeah. But she is hands down the star. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And well, she... they
1: reshot the ending. Oh, really? With with a stand-in. Yeah. I they was wanted curious. To the, they wanted to reshoot the ending um, around, and then they did around the end of 87. And she died in February of 88. <sighs> um the film is dedicated to her gary sherman didn't want to release the film he wanted to stop when she died he wanted to like stop working on it and that was the end of it he just wanted to shelve it oh but studio pressure they released it anyway um but they did dedicate it to her and you can see like she had been taking steroid shots for her illness and that's why her face is kind of puffy
0: oh I just thought um, she just had the sweet chipmunk cheeks because she was a little yeah. angel from Beth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She does. It was medication, though, and I guess she was really self-conscious about
0: it. Oh, I hate that. I mean, yeah. no, uh, self-conscious, Any uh, that's awful, and, but none of that comes through in this film. She is no. so confident, so cool. She mm-hmm. is. She is... I have never... I honestly do not think I have seen a child actor deliver this kind of performance. Yeah. Where it's like... I want to be her. Like she is so fucking cool. Yeah. Like she goes to her school and the bullies try to and she's just say, "Oh, that's day class A." And then she just walks on. Yeah.
1: The thing is also is that that role could if her performance was skewed just a little off the mark of where she landed it, this character could have been insufferable. Oh. Because she's so, she's precocious, she's sweet, she's like a perfect angel child. And in a more saccharine kind of child actor, it would have been unwatchable.
0: Yeah, creepy, or the kid's like the robot, or maybe it's a uh, Damien.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> or just obnoxious.
1: But she's just fucking cool. She's really smart. She's emotionally smart uh and she's just a cool kid
0: she's so goddamn cool she's like supportive she's like mm-hmm. like the scene lara flynn boyle is i know we're so far ahead whatever lara flynn boyle is her sort of stepsister cousin step cousin whatever <laughs> sisterly <laughs> figure she lives with and lara flynn boyle is on the phone with a friend describing it. she's like she's my relative well she's not really my relative i don't know and caroline's just sitting there like eating her sandwich in the doorway watching her in another movie a kid would freak out and like start crying and be like you don't love me yeah laura flynn boyle's like i'm sorry i said that she's like oh i don't care about that hey you should go to the party be treat yourself yeah (laughs) and then she's like she turns into that ryan gosling hey girl meme and she's like (laughs) hey you look great
1: (laughs) Like she's amazing yeah Yeah, the whole thing is Steve and Diane have foisted Carol Ann off on Diane's sister, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Pat, played by Nancy fucking Allen. Nancy motherfucking Allen. Okay, and her husband, Bruce, played by Tom fucking Skerritt.
0: Oh dear, I gotta open a window.
1: (laughs) I love Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt's daughter is Donna, played by Lara Flynn Boyle. Mm -hmm. And so Carol Ann comes, they're in Chicago, they're in a high-rise Which he Bruce is the manager of the high rise, and uh, Pat works at an art gallery in the high rise. It's all a very self-contained sort of community. Yeah,
0: everything's in the high rise. Like it's like Fiddler's Green meets Towering Inferno, right? Like everything is (laughs) in the high rise.
1: Yeah, there's a mall. There's a swimming pool.
0: Yeah, they never really they like leave to go to a school, and that's everything else is set in the high rise.
1: Yeah. So, Caroline is going to this school for gifted children. Gifted but troubled children. Um, and I guess she's going to be there for the end of this, through the end of the school year, supposedly. It's a really kind of flimsy reason why they've pawned her off. And it's clearly just that Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams were like, we're tapping out after part two. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, so she's there and she's haunted by Reverend Kane from part two. The. Apocalypse cult cuckoo wackadoo preacher who is dead, and apparently, he needs Carolan to help escort him and his ghost friends to the other side. As you remember, Poltergeist 2 was called the other side, or as I, or as I like to call it, Poltergeist 2 to the side. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Carol Ann does not want to do that, but she gets sucked into, uh, the mirror universe through a puddle in a garage, as you might expect. (laughs) This movie is all about mirrors and your mirror self and what's real and what's not. And you might think, okay, sure. But it's cool because this movie is like all practical effects. All the mirror stuff was done, was done in camera. And this movie has really good effects. Yeah, it does. It really does. Uh, So Tangina gets a feeling when she's at her high T. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she has to bolt, and her friend is like, Tangina. (laughs) (laughs) Tangina. (laughs) tangina gets on a plane and then it's like tangina's woo woo energy slash necklace versus Carolan's teacher who thinks Carolan is inducing mass hypnosis in everybody and they're all imagining all the shit that's going on
0: this guy is such a fucking tool
1: he really is dr satan but but he gets his
0: yeah he gets his in his oversized sweater
1: yeah uh and then eventually you know (laughs) Uh, Donna and Ann are on to the side, and Tangina against California raisined. then she's on the other side, and she's like, "I can take you, Reverend Kane," and so she does, <laughs> and that's the end. Until lightning strikes the building, and you say, "Okay,
0: <laughs> the end." Yeah, it just is fast. <laughs> yeah, the credits start.
1: Yeah, so that's Poltergeist three.
0: That is, that is what that movie was.
1: Uh, but 1988, like you said, which means all of that that I just described, is wrapped in a beautiful tortilla of oh. pastels and puffery.
0: Nancy Allen's gallery outfit.
1: Oh, my lord.
0: Oh, that, like, brown mauve purple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sash upon sash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shoulder pads for days. Oh. Hair unflattering.
0: Oh, incredible. The way Laura Flynn Boyle like, does those, does that like feather up effect to her hair, <laughs> and then it billows down.
1: <laughs> she pops the collar of her pink polo shirt, of course, but she also couples that with buttoning it all the way to the top, which yes. I have never seen in my life. But, you know, she's a maverick, I guess. Yes. So, lots of, you know, super faded denim. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie. Full
0: body denim. That scene when they tr- t- went to the school, when they dropped Carol Ann off at the school, oh. is just a sea of denim and pink underneath. The little p- pink shirts. Heaven. Such a good looks. Yeah. Uh, Tom Scarrett and his salt and pepper fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> that spiky hair and that nicely combed mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Love Tom Scarrett. I did find that he was a little... Something about him in this he was smothering all of the women a little he, he was constantly pressing his face upon their faces his, I did notice that mustache
0: was always like on Nancy Allen's eye <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah like you can hug someone without having to hug them with your face also you know what I
0: mean I, I would like to be hugged by Tom Skerritt's I'm face. sure
1: you would I'm sure you would <laughs> I love him I just it just felt a little weird when it was like his daughter and and Carol Ann
0: I mean even when he's like I get to live with three beautiful women and I'm like one of them's 12 <laughs> yeah, your daughter, yeah yeah so that said but, he he really did fight to the end for his family he did whereas Nancy Allen spends most of the movie being like fuck Carol Ann, let's move
1: she's like, okay, we got Donna back. Carol Ann's still in the mirror
0: world. Fuck her. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's follow my friend from the gallery and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It was kind of as awful as she was.
1: It was kind of refreshing.
0: It was because usually the woman is the sort of empathic connection, yes. the motherly figure where she's just like, I got stuck with my sister's kid. Yeah. I'm a stepmom to this other kid.
1: I'm mm-hmm. trying to
0: run my business sell some art the artist has offended everybody and i look great and nobody's telling me i look great (laughs) yeah but then you know but then she gets her moment at the end where she's like crying and she's like carol ann we loved you i just don't know how to show it
1: sometimes and i was like i really
0: appreciate that
1: yeah because supposedly carol ann got dropped off and no one knows what happened they think that just the building like the houses that steve was building were just a scam or whatever and Et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Even though, in part two, they made that whole cul-de-sac neighborhood, like, was like an archaeological dig or something, and that's why the medicine man was there, and <laughs> part two is fucking doodle, let me tell you.
0: Do I have to watch it? It feels like yeah, I you have should, to watch it, you should, watch it. Okay. you should
1: absolutely watch it. You should absolutely it.
0: means more Heather O'Rourke, right? And
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but apparently no one had any idea that any of that happened, and so they think Carol Ann is faking everything, and like... The, that Pat's sister just wanted to get rid of her and all this. So
0: That's terrible. Really That's terrible. terrible. Is that at the heart of this and at the heart of the mythos in the story is that Carol Ann is a little liar. She's a little con artist. Yeah. Her own aunt is like, just leave her in Mirror World. <laughs> and yet. Can you believe that? And yet we know that Carol Ann is the most perfect little goddamn angel that has ever existed yeah i'm sorry second only to marcy marcy rules
1: my world (laughs) marcy is
0: the shit
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that van ride i think actually right after that van ride was when i texted you
0: oh that i could i i really felt you in that moment when i was watching it yeah so that makes sense
1: there's a carpool taking the kids to school and it is just one of the most delightful sequences i have seen in some time
0: just vitriol everywhere
1: yeah. <laughs> all the kids are being shitty to each other it's so perfect
0: the mom is like shut up scott <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's and- when i was like this movie is perfect
0: what did I I tried to write down Marcy's lines, but I just was so transfixed by her I didn't even get any of them written down. But just like, No, you can't. Everything that Marcy says with her, her weird way of speaking and she kind of <laughs> mashes over her words and she has these giant glasses and she's just like this little nerd girl who is just toxic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone in her family is terrified of her. She's awful. I love, love her. her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wrote Marcy in big, big letters. <laughs> yeah, she's so cool.
0: <laughs> the honestly, if I had any issue with this movie, it's that it's well, it's that there's not enough Carol Anne or Tangina. Yeah, uh, because they are hands down the stars of this film. Um, yeah. And also that I want, I want a movie where it's Carol Anne and Marcy best friends. Oh, like they, they. They could have taken down. They could have take down, taken down the Trump White House. They could have taken. They could take down anything.
1: Uh, Caroline and Marcy, paranormal investigators. Yes. yes. Like, total Hardy Boys mystery style. Uh, but it's Caroline and Marcy solving mysteries in that one building.
0: Caroline's, like, the sweet, sympathetic good cop. But she's, good like, cop, also. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. She's got street smarts. And then Marcy's just, like, she's she's bad. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna tell yeah. those ghosts off and then every now and then Tangina could could help guide them through a mirror
1: she is the Charlie of the Charlie's Angels
0: here yes
1: yes
0: This little her voice coming through the speakerphone is that speakerphone petting a necklace
1: <laughs> oh god this movie is I perfect
0: love it. I also there was a really great part with um, speaking of Tangina and her necklace there was a, that really great part where she's like you gotta love or whatever, and <laughs> and Nancy Allen and Tom Scared are like they've just got come back from Iceland or I don't know what happened, but something's happening. They're all they, they start kissing and saying they love each other. And she's like, "Yes, good." And then yeah. she she just stands right like two inches away from them as they make out, and she just watches them while she strokes her neck. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so creepy. Good, Allen. <laughs> Heal her
0: It's <laughs> like, damn, Tangina. Tangina's horny. She's a little she's horny. She's a
1: perv.
0: Yeah. I love her.
1: I love her. I love at the end when she's about to sacrifice herself. She's like, I have the power. <laughs> yeah, she was all, gray skull? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie is pretty bonkers. Um, it is. That's the thing. Is like, It does suffer a little bit from we have there's a long stretch where it's just tom scarrett and nancy allen kind of running from place to place
0: yeah yeah
1: and you want tangina and you want caroline yes um there's an extended sequence in the parking garage where everything is covered in ice and cars are coming at them and it's like is this a stephen king story yeah all the cars are alive now
0: uh-huh
1: that's not too exciting until you catch a glimpse of the ghost of Reverend Kane driving one of the cars and then you say, now I know why this is happening.
0: With his spotlight.
1: Yeah, with his spotlight and his hat.
0: <laughs> his mask or makeup.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is a good late 80s time.
0: I have to say for a part three in the Poltergeist franchise, <laughs> like this yeah. just went beyond my expectations. Um, yeah. It is so such a good time.
1: You will be tempted to make a drinking game out of Carol Ann's name. Don't do it. You will die. (laughs) That's
0: um, absolutely a trip to the ER.
1: Um, The script isn't much, but who cares? Great. Incredible cast. So good. Fun effects. It's in a skyscraper. It's in a skyscraper. You don't get a lot of horror movies in skyscrapers.
0: I love that 70s, 80s, hey, let's put everything in a skyscraper.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Then you never have to leave. No. Uh. Yeah. You know, I do like to think about what if, um, Bruce Tom Scarrett's character. What if when Nancy Allen was like, "Let's leave her in the mirror world and let's just go." If he was like, "Okay," and then they did, and then Steve and Diane are like, they call and they're like, "Can we talk to Carol Ann? <laughs> and they'd and have like... to be. They'd have to be like, well. <sighs>
0: um Um, (laughs) she's out
1: she fell in a puddle in the parking garage and ended up sucked into the ice mirror world (laughs) and we moved (laughs) so we left yeah so i don't know you might want to call the building superintendent bye
0: (laughs) it's always an awkward conversation to have it
1: is it
0: really is. Absolutely. <laughs> what happened? What happened to Scott?
1: Well, now that's a good question.
0: <laughs> like Donna, Laura Flynn Boyle's boyfriend, who also got sucked in the mirror. And they're like,
1: we're going to find them.
0: And then at the end, like, they save.
1: <laughs> they save everybody but him. Yeah.
0: And then they're all holding each other happy before the lightning hits the building and it's over. And I'm like, Scott? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> Yeah, he got left behind, I guess.
0: Who will Marcy bully? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So,
1: good question. Great film. (laughs) Great film. Great way to kick off this week. Honestly, I love the three inning. I love the three inning. Love the re three inning.
0: Love the re three inning. Love Heather O'Rourke. I cannot. I cannot. Once again, I just will never get over what a brilliant comic actress she is. Mm -hmm. Was true legend. True legend. Queen.
1: When I I used to have this weird stalker is too strong. This weird uh consistent commenter on Final Girl back in the day. Who was like in love with Heather O'Rourke?
0: Um she was 12.
1: Didn't matter, Anthony, okay? Uh and he would leave comments, I assume it was a he. Uh would leave comments about how someday He and Heather O'Rourke and I would be. We would resurrect her. And then the three of us could get married.
0: What? (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. What?
1: And any time, like, it got to the point where I was like, I can never post about Poltergeist for sure. Because he would always comment. And he would just find a way to bring it up on anything. Like, when I posted about the brood, because the daughter, you know, has blonde hair, like... Heather oh yeah, little Aryan child. He'd be like, "Doesn't she remind you of Heather O'Rourke?" Oh my god, that's so creepy. It was so creepy. I never approved any of these comments.
0: Uh, but you saw these. They.
1: But I had these... to see them. I had to endure them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How long?
1: It was a. It was several years of this, um, and then eventually, maybe he died. I don't know, or got bored. <laughs> maybe he died, <laughs> or something. But eventually, he stopped. Well. Um, He used to harass a lot of horror blogs with weird content but i think i was well i think he did the Heather work stuff to just about everybody but all women like he never really did this to male bloggers i don't think oh
0: my god yeah i keep expecting to be you know at some point you think you've reached the limit of surprise when it comes to misogyny yeah yeah but (laughs) jesus christ yeah you would think, too, that maybe he'd noticed you never published his comments. Right. Over the span of years. Mm-hmm. So that is harassment. That's terrible. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. It was It was just one of the... I, that's why I turned off comments for a long time. I turned yeah. off comments for, like, a year. Because I was like, I just can't fucking take this anymore. And then when I finally turned them back on, he was kind of gone. So I think maybe he was, like, got bored, you know?
0: Yeah, hopefully. Well, I, I like your right, other idea. This option is maybe he died. <laughs> It's preferable. I say keep Heather O'Rourke's name out of your goddamn mouth because she is a fucking angel.
1: Exactly,
0: she's an angel gone too soon. R.I.P. Perfect Queen, love yeah. Heather O'Rourke. Yeah.
1: So watching Poltergeist three gave me all kinds of different flavors of nostalgia. <laughs> Both
0: wistful <laughs> and horrific.
1: Wistful and horrific. Yeah. Oh, oh good times.
0: Good times. Well, Stacy. Hmm? Are you ready to jump into... <laughs> it's the wreath so we're doing a special version of this. Are you ready to place your head on the chopping block express?
1: I am! I think you mean chop-spress. <laughs> right? Didn't yes, we decide the,
0: that? The 90s mall kiosk version. <laughs> chop-spress.
1: Chop-spress. Are you can... ready to place your head on the chop press? <laughs> You could get a salad at Chop's Breast and answer horror trivia.
0: And <laughs> get your head cut off.
1: Yeah, get your head cut off, probably. Uh, oh, yes, I am ready. Oh, good. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so during the re-three-inning we're doing clearly it's going to be different normally it's called the chopping block but during this fundraiser it is called chops breast (laughs) (laughs) and what is the difference you say between the two uh it's a mall
0: kiosk for one
1: for one it's a mall kiosk manned by helena marcos obviously
0: (laughs) yes her apron
1: yeah it's between Auntie Anne's and Mrs. Fields. <laughs> Cookies. Across from Claire's, so you can get your ears pierced. <laughs> Go get a salad at Chop's Breast.
0: These are the last establishments in the mall.
1: Yeah, this is it. It's all that's left. So, all this, the rest is just the Hare Krishna zombie. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> it's just all the Dawn of the Dead zombies and Helena Marcos. <laughs> well, you can still get pretzels. So.
0: I would go there.
1: Helena Marcos works at all four
0: establishments. Yeah, she just waddles between
1: <laughs> Yeah, she just changes her apron and her visor, depending on what she's doing. <laughs> anyway, so the difference in normally in our question and answer game, someone chooses from three categories, uh, comprising five questions each. But for Chop's Press, in an effort to make it streamlined and aerodynamic...
0: And express.
1: And express. So we don't lose our minds for things. With Chop's Breast, there's only one category. (laughs) You have no options. So instead of saying, here's your three categories, choose one. No, no. This is Chop's Breast, my friend. (laughs) Here's your fucking category. Thank you. That's it.
0: That's what you get.
1: That's what you get. But what you do, (laughs) you put your head on the block
0: the spress <laughs> you,
1: put your, you put your head on the spress our non-binary executioner the heads they approach us salad spinner in hand <laughs> um uh and you have to answer the questions. you have uh 10 seconds to answer the question if you answer incorrectly or time runs out you get your head cut off in the salad spinner is there a wig?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it's probably not the same wig.
1: No. <laughs> this is going to be a long week. I love how we
0: made it. We should <laughs> We made it easier and more accessible and quicker.
1: Yeah, so I'm spending all that time explaining the bullshit. (laughs) You have ten seconds to answer, unless you call out. I want the wig. In which case... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any wigs. Michael Myers' Teletubby hair? Yes! In which case... Michael Myers's troll hair. Troll doll hair <laughs> descends from the ceiling, lands on your head. But the head's eye is confused. You get ten extra seconds on the clock, and that's how you play Chop's Press.
0: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so who goes first? Anthony, who goes first?
0: Well, Stacey, given um, given uh, some of the subject matter about um. Somebody's fantasies about you and him and uh, an angel who I will not name. I feel like you're going to go first because that ties directly into my category for you on Chop's Press. Oh! This category, Stacey, coming at you is Threesome, starring Josh Charles, Stephen Baldwin, (laughs) and Laura Flynn Boyle. (laughs) This category is all about love triangles in horror films. So I, I will... I will describe the characters, I'll give you their names, and I'll describe the love triangle for you. And You just tell me what movie it is that I am calling this information from.
1: You know, I feel the tension rising in that I didn't choose this category. Let me tell you, Anthony, when you, when your head is on the spress, you will feel this pressure. It's a different chopping block. It feels it, different not having the agency.
0: It's an all-new chopping block. Oh, no, we're removing agency.
1: Uh-huh. It's fine. It's a fundraiser.
0: It's a fundraiser. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. I can see that, though, because at the very least, you know, we do get some voice in our fate. Right. Typically, when we're not on the Spress. But now, it's press. all bets are off.
1: That's right.
0: All Spresses are off. So... Are you ready for Threesome starring Josh Charles, Stephen Baldwin, and Laura Flynn Boyle?
1: Yeah, what am I doing?
0: You just tell me the movie. Okay, okay. I tell you, I describe the three, the three, the three triangle. Okay. Get it? Because threes. And then, and then you just name the movie.
1: Okay. I can do this. These
0: are so easy. You're going to get it. Well. You're going to get it. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's just try it. Let's try it with number one. Maybe you'll okay. get this one. Okay. All it's- right.
1: Expressing time.
0: Express number one. (laughs) Combo number one at the express. (laughs) Genesis, Evan, and Belle are fond of art and parlor games.
1: Knock, knock. Ding, ding, ding. Knock, knock. I love knock, knock. I love knock,
0: knock, too. I love knock, knock. (laughs) See? So hard, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's see how you do on this next one. I think you're going to get it. Number two. Sarah, TJ, and Axel dig deep into their relationship problems.
1: My bloody Valentine.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Well done. Are you ready for spress number three? Spress three, baby. (laughs) Spress three. (laughs) Three spress three. (laughs) Something. Uh, Okay. Frank, Larry, and Julia. Enjoy puzzles in their spare time.
1: Hellraiser.
0: Ding, ding, ding! Well <sighs> done. All right, see, these are easy. You're going okay. on to number four now, right. press I, uh... four. Okay. Miriam, John, and Sarah prefer cello and a nice drink.
1: Miriam, John, and Sarah? Man, cello? Is that the the, the perfection? Wait no, tell me a nice drink. Miriam, jo-
0: who? <laughs>
1: Miriam, who? John.
0: Her name is Miriam Blaylock. Bailock? Blaylock, 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 Blaylock. Miriam Blaylock. Miriam Baylock Miriam Blaylock. Miriam Blaylock. Do you get it Blay- now?
1: Blaylock. It sounds familiar.
0: And she's it's- like. I do not believe in feminism. I do not believe. In... <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And... Do, you, do you know who she is now?
1: Uh. Uh. Oh. Um. Oh. No. Oh.
0: <laughs> the the correct answer was the Hunger. The
1: Hunger. Oh. Okay. The I don't know. Was I don't the know their hunger. names. I don't know their names. I know their real names. I don't know their names. I've only seen that movie one time. I know. I should. One
0: time?
1: One time. I know this is blasphemous. You weren't a Bauhaus goth? I mean, I was, but I just, like, I, I don't know. I mean, Catherine Deneuve, sure. David Bowie, he's fine. I didn't like Susan Sarandon's hairstyle in that
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but didn't you give yourself that hairstyle when you were, like, 13? <laughs>
1: Did I intend to?
0: Oh, yes.
1: No, it didn't. My hair did not look like that. Thank you. It was that adjacent. Um, anyway, I don't know. I know that everybody's fucking wanking over the hunger. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> that's just how I feel, okay? I think you're entitled to that. Thank you. I know it's blasphemous. I know it.
0: I, li- I like the hunger all right. It's like a weirdo art Movie from a not art director, right? Yeah, I'm like, I like that. I like, you know, some lesbian stuff. I think, I think people could expand the horizons and cite another lesbian vampire movie for once in their lives because it's kind of the only one people talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, it's well made. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fine.
1: Okay. Didn't know their names. Well, it was Miriam. Yeah. Okay. Thing. That's. Just, do you feel stressed? I feel stressed. I'm dead. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, it's your turn.
0: It's my turn. I'm gonna. Sp- I'm gonna. Sp- do, it. do it.
1: Do it. Stress. Your category this week. I mean today, <laughs> not this week. This <laughs> oh, day. This day. Your category. Day is brand new, and your category is. Ah, excuse me. Just one more thing. In which I will name, uh, you'll have to name, probably, an actress or a character. (laughs) Probably? Well, (laughs) Well, some of them you name the actress, in one of them you name the characters.
0: Okay, okay.
1: These actresses were all in horror movies and episodes of Columbo yes all right yes Mrs. Columbo's (laughs) getting her revenge that's right it's Mrs. Columbo time you'll get these you'll get these so what do you tell me? Uh, I describe them I reference the movie they were in probably okay And, and Columbo and then you say oh it's this actress I can't wait yeah so I'm sure you've never seen these Columbos but I'm sure you have seen the movies So you'll be fine. Okay. Ready?
0: I'm scared now. (laughs) This
1: is actually
0: unsettling.
1: It's unsettling not to have a choice, isn't it? I feel like it's...
0: Okay, let's do
1: it. Let's do it. Here we go. Hit me. Number one. She may have been a nice babysitter in Halloween, but she was a surly waitress on Columbo. Um... Well, that could have been any three of them. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. oh. She was the nice one in that movie.
0: I guess between the three. Yeah. Between the three, right? Yeah. I guess Annie wasn't the the sweetest of (laughs) little Lindsay. Okay. Here we go.
1: Number two. See, you're already on number two. Oh, okay. Here we go. She won an Oscar in 1976 for her performance in Network. She should have won in 2017 for her performance in The Bye Bye Man and somehow also in 1993 for her performance in (laughs) Colombo.
0: The Bye Bye Man starring Faye Dunaway. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! She should have won another Oscar for hitting the gay guy. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Question three.
1: Mini-cast Yvette Maud And that lady in that episode of Columbo are three incredible characters brought to life by this actress. (laughs) That lady in that episode, (laughs) portrayed by the fantastic Ruth Gordon. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Actually, the Ruth Gordon episode of Columbo is one of the best episodes of Columbo. What does she do? Well, she kills someone. She's the killer? She's the killer. She's an author and a killer. She's like evil Jessica Fletcher? Mm Mm-hmm, story of my life. All right, here we go. Number four. You're already on four. <gasps> this formidable actress won the skeleton key to my heart when she gave us a string of incredible looks in Colombo.
0: Skeleton key. That's a Stacey. Skeleton. That's Gina Rollins.
1: Yes. That oh, yeah, baby. Gina
0: <laughs> Rollins. I love Gina Rollins. Mm-hmm. She's amazing.
1: All right. Now, this one,
0: well, you'll see. No mirrors. Isn't that what she says in that movie? <laughs> no mirrors. That movie's actually pretty good. It really was. Yeah, That was the shock of it, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. I would like to see it again, actually. I would watch
0: that. No mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, go on.
1: Here we go. Is this the last one? This is the last one. This is for the whole Spress. Oh. whole kiosk? All right. Question five. Unfortunately, Janet Lee and Vera Miles didn't play sisters in their episodes of Columbo, but they did play sisters in Psycho. What were the names of those sisters?
0: Fuck you. Lila and Marion Crane. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Oh! Yes! yes! <laughs>
1: congratulations I
0: never get character names and that time I got two you got two of them only because we did Psycho 2 recently yeah wow good job oh, thank you wow 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 thank you thank you, thank you. Wow. Wow. wow
1: well we're starting off on a high note this week I got the kiosk you got the whole kiosk. I'm
0: so happy.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we have to do seven of these this week. <laughs> yep, another episode tomorrow. No, no.
0: Hey, Stacy, what are we doing tomorrow? A little, you know, usually we give people days' notice, but. Yeah. If you're lucky, we... you get to check the movie tonight if you've made it this far.
1: Right, yes, this is your treat since this is the only place we will be posting the movie in advance.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh tomorrow's episode we will be talking about at long last children of the corn three (laughs) urban harvest
0: starring (laughs) charlie's there
1: charlie's (laughs) the whale starring is a little strong
0: (laughs) starring in the background of one scene
1: (laughs) yeah it is actually starring nancy gran of television's santa barbara excuse me Okay. (laughs) Let's get that top of the poster billing correct. Poster. (laughs) Like this had a poster. (laughs) It
0: it had a box.
1: It had a box. Top of the box billing, baby. (laughs) Top of the box, ma. They told me I get top of the box billing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Children of the Cord 3 Urban Harvest. Can't wait. Uh, We'll be here all fucking week every single day a new episode with a new three oh no hopefully raising a shit ton of money
0: hopefully yes please do it remember that's it GoFundMe. me you can find us on there you can find us the links in all of our bios and all of our social media on the website click it it'll take you right to the fundraiser um we're gonna be updating you with those numbers as we go too so we want to we can't be embarrassed y'all
1: yeah exactly like we you know I don't want to get on here and be like, well, it's Thursday. We've raised $32. Yeah.
0: It's Friday. We're negative 20. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: somehow. And the organization asked us to remove the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I know times are tight. We don't have a lot of money to spare, but you know, pass the link around. If yeah. you can let people know.
0: And any dollar amount helps. For any real.
1: dollar amount helps uh it's for a great cause
0: it's for a great cause it all goes to the national asian pacific american women's forum um now is a really good time i we would hope that you always do it but now is a really good time to 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 show up and support
1: yes absolutely
0: that's what this is for i love the three inning i love the re-three inning i feel um i'm gonna tell you stacy i feel the the re-three inning Brain holes beginning already.
1: Oh, I'm very soft. (laughs) Very soft. It's only, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. So we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Corn time. (laughs) Wow. For a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative.
0: I know, right? Is it over?
1: It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my my god! God. Oh Oh my
0: my God. god! Tune in next time for more Gator! (laughs)
1: Ha 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 ha